You've created this amazing character and now you have to introduce him or her to the reader. Your fingers hover over the keyboard. You feel paralyzed. How do you best introduce the character? Well, maybe you search for advice on the internet, but this remedy leaves you even more confused. One piece of advice contradicts another one. Today, I will give you my advice on the topic. Will this go against some of the other advices out there on the internet? Possibly. There is no one correct way of approaching writing. Instead, take what you find useful from what I'm going to say and then just discard the rest. If you are a fantasy author, then you've come to the right place. My name is Jesper and together with Autumn, I run amwritingfantasy.com. Between us, we've published more than 20 novels and our aim is to help you in your writing and marketing endeavors. Introducing a character can be difficult. It requires some experience and because the reader has to meet the protagonist within the first paragraph of the novel, it also has to be done right. There are many debates about plot-driven versus character-driven stories, but as we justify and explain in our upcoming guidebook on how to plot a novel, all plots are driven forward by the main protagonist. The hero is the story, because it's this person's inner journey the reader has to become invested in. So we need to let the reader know what the story is going to be about by revealing the character arc. We need to hook the reader. We need to make the reader care about the protagonist. That's a tall order, isn't it? No wonder it's so difficult. Let's focus on the introduction of the protagonist, also known as the hero, because making the reader acquainted with this character is perhaps one of the most important parts of opening a novel. I'll give you four different elements to focus on. Each one is designed to make the reader care. Number one is to put the character arc front and center right away. Perhaps you have a character who believes that he will only be happy once he has become a knight. Over the course of the novel, the character will come to learn that there is more to life than just being a knight and this was just what he believed that he wanted. In reality though, he was craving love and respect, which he gets once he meets his future wife. Maybe he even abandons his quest for becoming a knight during the novel, I don't know, but if you can show right away how becoming a knight is incredibly important to our hero, then you're straight away giving the reader a solid understanding about who this person is and who they're going and who they're going to follow over the course of the next 300 pages. There is one downside to this though, and uh, that is that once a character is hellbent on achieving one particular thing, some readers might find it less appealing. That's where our second element comes into the picture. You now need to create sympathy. 
it's really, 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 really important that the reader likes the character. As I just said, they're going to be in this person's company for 300 pages and nobody wants to do that with someone they don't like. So how do you create sympathy? Perhaps you want to show how the protagonist is likable by assisting an elderly lady across the street, is clever by working out a particular difficult math problem or something, is caring by offering emotional support to somebody who is sad, is honorable by telling the truth even though a consequence follows, is sympathetic by comforting somebody in distress. All right, some of these are a bit cliche, I know, but it's, it's illustrating the point well enough. When you first introduce the hero of your story, it's your job as an author to create a situation that invokes sympathy. Speaking of situations, number three on the list is exactly that. We need something to happen in the scene. We need a situation. We need some action. However, when we first introduce the protagonist, we shouldn't go too heavy on the amount of actions. For some writers, this might sound counterintuitive. You know, some believe that having explosions or fight scenes is the only way to keep things exciting and, and to hook the reader when they first open the, the novel. But when we begin our story, a stronger focus on character development will serve us much better than a mage throwing a fireball at our hero for some reason that the reader doesn't even understand or at that point in time even care about. Here with number three, I'm asking you to pay more attention to number one. <laughs> Basically, that's what, what I'm saying. So number four then. This is what most writers think about when the topic of introducing a character comes up. Because number four is about sharing character details. But notice how it's number four on the list and not nearly as important as you might have thought. We do, of course, need to let the reader know some details about the character, but you only want to share the most pertinent details though. So hair color, eye color, skin tone, definitely gender for starters. If the character has a scar or another unique aspect that sets him or her apart, that's worth mentioning. There is no reason to get into backstory at the starting stage when you introduce the character. So simply pick two or three characteristics about the character's appearance and just leave it at that. It's easy. Just have the character look in the mirror. This gives you an excellent excuse to share details. Hi, old McGrumpy. I thought you were out seeking world domination or something. I had to come here and help you out. Well, as our resident AI co-host, I suppose you're right. However, can't you come up with something better than a mirror? What are you complaining about, you worthless human? Well, having the character look in a mirror or to see his or her own reflection in the water, that's just been done so many times before. A lot of times, in fact. How do you then want to share this information? Well, gender becomes apparent from the pronouns that you use, whereas other aspects such as height can come from being 
able to reach or not reach an object. Perhaps a certain shirt was chosen because it matches the eye color or the character can simply brush strands of brown hair away from the eyes. You see, the key is to share information as a natural part of what is happening rather than listing it out to the reader. I waste my time trying to help you worthless humans. I'm out. Okay. The only problem with what you said, old McGrumpy, is that it's too much tell rather than show. Old McGrumpy, you still there? I guess not. Well, you can think of introducing character details in much the same way as when we first learned that Gandalf is a wizard in Lord of the Rings. Do, do you remember? When Gandalf first enters the Shire, Frodo accuses him of being late. And Gandalf replies, A wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. That's such a wonderful way of letting us know that we've just met a wizard. There is no info dumping. Instead, it just flows as a completely natural dialogue between two characters. This should be your aim when you share details with the reader. As a result of implementing these four simple writing tips, your readers will connect much stronger with the hero of your story. Our hero of the day right here now is our little messenger bot. If you want this bot to notify you directly each time we release a new video, just follow the link in the description field below. And those of you who are listening on podcast are welcome to set it up as well. Just know that while the video and the podcast episode is released on Mondays, it doesn't always happen in the exact same time slot. Stay safe out there and see you next Monday.